0: I wanted it to be the bam that that freaking Deborah
1: McMichael <laughs> music.
2: <laughs> what is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was that music? Uh, that
1: it. that that was my that was my that was my bebop version of Jeff Jarrett's '98 theme from Television City in Hollywood.
3: The following rustic exhibition requires discretionary viewer participation.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 108 of GFA Live. I am your host Peter Winston and today we continue and reach the summer solstice of our glorious year of 1992. Looking at the June 20th edition of WWF Superstars as we just amble our way through that year, eventually getting to SummerSlam at some point. At some, you know, at some undetermined date. And there's nobody that would rather have with me on this journey than my amigo, my compadre, my best friend in the whole world, and my personal pitching coach, Mr. Keithy Langston. How are you?
0: Uh, I think you need to go a little bit high and inside. Maybe a little, little, you know, a little high and tight maybe next time. I think we're okay.
1: (laughs) What do you think about that? You gave me the 40-minute mound visit yesterday, which uh, which was funny. It, t- it took the umpire. It must have been Joe West because it took him forever to get out to the mound to break that thing up. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was complaining about Joe an ump- West. <laughs> Joe West.
0: I haven't heard his name in a while.
1: <laughs> well, that's because he's retired now. That's why you're not hearing about his shitty umpiring, and you're hearing more about, like, Angel Hernandez and, and other guys. Yeah, uh, well.
0: Yeah. Well, well. Real quick before you go into why I had to be your pitching coach, yes. I just want to say, I don't know if you. I know you're not a Red Sox fan. You don't really watch. Did you watch the Red Sox Yankee games like the last, the not the one last night, but the last series where uh, apparently um, whoever was umpiring the game missed. He he called he called Giancarlo Stanton out on. Really, it was it was like seven balls. I mean, the guy like didn't the pitcher didn't even hit the strike zone at all. And then at one point, Aaron Boone came out and like f-bombed up and down. I mean, it was it was glorious how many times he was saying f-u to the umpire. It was hilarious. But,
1: really, uh, Aaron, Aaron Boone? Were well, you, you're now celebrating the existence of Aaron Boone? Fucking no. nauseating. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, look. I don't
0: ever want to admit the existence of Aaron Boone. I don't. I mean, as as you know, he's the guy that hit that dog shit home run off of the fucking ALCS MVP Tim Wakefield in the 2003 ALCS. But uh, you know, the fact that he came out, it was more hilarious that he came out and was yelling, and then got thrown out. That I thought was great. He got tossed, but. Like I will was, say he was 100% accurate because who, I can't remember who was pitching against Giancarlo Staten, but he didn't even hit the strikes on once and the umpire called him out on
1: strikes. Well, you know what you know what my advice to to that motherfucker is? is maybe you should stop bitching for, like, five minutes. You've gotten ejected from, like, fucking 33 games this year. maybe yeah, he got maybe, tossed again! He got may- tossed last night! Yeah, maybe the umpires aren't inclined to cut you a break on borderline calls when they know that you're a little prissy fucking bitch who's not even a good fucking manager. Hey, sure. you got every fucking institutional advantage over any MLB team except for, really, the Dodgers, yeah. and... And you just fucking bitch and whine about everything. Fuck off, Aaron Boone. Seriously, oh, yeah. he should, Fuck fucking, off. Die. He
0: hey, should fucking die. He should fucking die. It's funny how like it's funny how people always talk about the Dallas Cowboys being like the institutional football team, but yet their baseball team is not that good. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Well. Wait, wait. The uh oh, you mean the Texas Rangers? Yeah, you know, what do you think I meant? The Houston assholes. Well, no, I was very confused why you brought up the Cowboys out of, out of nowhere. I I thought you were referring to how the Cowboys are considered the institutional team, even though they they haven't even advanced to the conference championship game in over twenty five years now. So, that's one thing. This there, this this stadium is is kind of nice, but uh you know I, I, got, I got to dial it back for what you you called yes, the
0: sfa okay. okay yes go ahead I'm i sorry. was
1: i was very angry about something at work so like i guess it's my personal version of balls and strikes mm-hmm. although i've been pissed off all week ever since i i had to go to connecticut for work yeah and when i go down there uh there, there's there's a desk for me there
0: oh
1: and i've made like five or six visits to this office now and yeah. i've always had i've always had that same desk I, I have the setup there. Usually, if I'm there for multiple days, I'll, I'll maybe leave a couple things on the desk. I mean, I, I know, I guess you're not supposed to, but I mean, it's my desk. Every every time that I've been there, on Wednesday, some motherfucker stole my desk, and <laughs> I was I, I was fucking livid like the entire the entire day. Like I could not work. Like for two hours, I basically couldn't work because I was so pissed off because basically i had to go find another another like station and then i had to like redo all the settings and everything so that the stuff would show up on monitors cuz god forbid windows 10 have fucking be able you be able to do that quickly and easily it's al- it's always got to be something when projecting to two other monitors but i found out who the guy is and let me yeah. just say in this world or the next i shall have my revenge <laughs>
0: And this world you gotta do it like Ralphie when he's eaten though. You gotta go <laughs> And this world. I love how we're not even referencing Gladiator. We're referencing <laughs> Ralph Seferetto doing Gladiator. This is like this is like how you always talk about my you know, my impressions that I do of things, like my yeah. Stone Cold impression, and I go, No, it's not a Stone Cold impression, it's a Will Sasso impression of doing Stone Cold. I'm very good at doing impressions of impressions. My Sean Connery is notoriously Daryl Hammond's no- Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's Ralph Cifarello. In this world, or the next, <laughs> I shall have my revenge. My favorite thing about The Sopranos is that they're always eating all the time. Like, Well, not all the time, but they're always eating. So some of the best sound bites you get are when they're eating. That and then Tony's breathing. Tony's breathing should have won a fucking Emmy on its own. <laughs> I always talk about this that one episode where he, he's going to um, Nori for the sushi, and he and he he, and he like he has hot bird halfway through, and he's like, he's going, and then he goes. <laughs> it's like, it was so nice to see James Gandolfini get fat, like willingly get fat during the course <laughs> of that show. Uh,
1: well, yeah, when, and you mean he actually ate sushi, like he didn't go down to Boca, as is commonly known.
0: Look, he was a bakala man, okay?
1: What are you doing eating sushi? So, the worst part is, this motherfucker, he, he steals my dad. De- By the way, I had left my headset on the monitors on the desk. Yeah. And he fucking took, like, he, 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 my mouse pad was there, the the mouse that I use. What did with, he do with them? It. He just fucking left them there and was like, you know what, I'm going to work around all this. Oh. It's fucking Fuck. Fucking bullshit! Who is this? Who is this guy? Did you get, did you did you take him out back and freaking you know, give him a talking to? No, I I know I know what his name is, and I know oh. and and I made it clear to everybody. Like I actually told like uh, higher ups. I'm like, if this if if it, if the group that this guy is in, if they ever ask me for help, I'm gonna become suddenly busy. Like I, I'm I'm not I'm not in the business of helping this guy. <laughs> All right, he fucking stole my desk, like. The way that they had it set up that day was they put signs up cuz they had a bunch of people in for a corporate event. Yeah. And they put signs out that said open for the desks that were open. There was no sign on that desk. So he fucking mm. stole it. And mm. he also he also stole my fucking headset too because the one that I grabbed off the desk wasn't mine cuz it had like the little the little tie that's on it when you when you open the box. Yeah. So what,
0: let me ask you this. It was yeah. in Connecticut? Yes. Was his last name
1: D'Amato? Oh. Uh, no, no, no. It was, uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was not an Italian. But I, I know that I, I know who I know who it is. And if if I if I see that guy in the Boston office, and he yeah. try, and if he if he says word one to me,
2: yeah,
1: I I will tell him to fuck off. You know what? Well, cause, there there what? may be no scraps in my scrapbook, mm. but there are definitely plenty of receipts, and oh, I keep oh. and I, I keep those receipts. I'm sure you as, do. Such as when I got drunk at a bar in Norwalk on Tuesday night, and I was like, "Whew! Thank God I kept the receipt on this because I wasn't sure if I had paid because I was pretty out of it."
0: Yeah, because well, yeah. you know that if um if it was
1: Damato, I'd
0: I'd have to send somebody in to take care of him and give him what's known <laughs> as a Cincinnati necktie.
1: I don't think uh, Johnny would uh, take the uh, ferry across just to mess with me. Um, I I, I think I think he only Johnny. takes. He would only take airplanes to mess with me, and not or, a, not a ferry.
0: Not an airplane, not a ferry. He doesn't go across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> I well, don't know why I decided to give a shout out to John D'Amato, I, but I, I did. I don't know because I know you always talk about how he loves my uh, my Lord Al impression, even though it's
1: terrible. <laughs> indeed, and and I thought that the Lord Al was apropos because uh, apparent <laughs> on on this uh, June twentieth. Superstars, no. which we I know we... Um, we don't get a
0: loadout, do we?
1: Well, no. I was just going to oh. make the point that... Oh. Uh, if you recall, when we did UK Superstars about four yes. weeks ago... yes, They were talking about... We're trying to decide which European city. As if they were going to fucking have it in Bucharest or something. So, they, of course, they decide on London. And on this week, on, on the UK version, they said... Uh, yeah, SummerSlam sold out in one minute, which I'm not sure how that worked back in those days because yeah. there was no like online sales. I know that there were phone, but I mean, you know, there are limits to that. So to sell out in a stadium in one minute, like that used to be a thing, where it'd be like the Beatles sold out Shea Stadium in X number of minutes. Yeah. And then their record got broken by Grand Funk Railroad in 1974. And I swear to God, did that occur? <laughs> Grand Funk Railroad breaking a record held by the Beatles is like when Adrian O'Coin broke a record held by Dennis Podvan in hockey. Sure. There's a hockey reference for this week. I, I don't
0: know. I, I'm sorry. I don't know who either of those two men are.
1: Well, uh, are, Dennis, they both, are they both men? Dennis Podvan is a Hall of Famer. And a- Adrian O'Coin... Yeah, he was a really good. He was a really good defenseman who eventually uh, developed an effeminate gimmick when he joined the uh, Phoenix Coyotes. Oh wait, that was Adrian Adonis. Excuse me, I, I get, I get, I, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> confused. So this, uh, a I mean Man from another galaxy.
2: <laughs>
1: I did watch the last episode yesterday, so I've now gone through my two rounds except for. The first four episodes, I have not watched those twice because for some reason I started at the fifth episode where where Tony and uh, Meadow go to Maine.
0: Oh, it's a gr- uh, that's the fifth episode. That's how long ago that was. Wow, that's yeah. a great
1: episode. And Any the only reason uh, I he I watched. That- <laughs> Yeah, you really do the Will Sasso Gandolfini it's Will <Sasso very well. Will
2: Sasso Gandolfini, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I was just going to say, you do a copy of a copy better than anybody. <laughs> You're best in the business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a fucking stupid yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, go yeah, ahead. So, so this this version here, we had multiples to choose from. And uh, all I cared about was finding the, the Boston one so that you, you get your precious Worcester Central promos with uh with sean and uh flair facing savage and brett and i sent you the screenshot Uh, i tweeted out the screenshot of savage and yes and i
0: i got all i i fucking got gushy not as gushy as i did when i met um sean vegan keegan but pretty gushy
1: (laughs) i thought you were gonna say sean michaels i was like when did you meet sean michaels
0: but i did meet i did meet sean mike didn't it? Come on, how dare you forget that I'm the one that brokered peace between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, several years apart, but I still brokered the peace. Oh, that was you? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I went, you know, I I go, my father always said that a a pound of gold, a pint of blood is worth more than a gallon of gold. And I said, we need to put this behind us, you know. No, no, no. I said, we got to put things behind us. The broken rope tag team title change, you know, the first Survivor Series, the Montreal Screwjob, whatever happened there. <laughs> uh,
1: but to sum it all up, it didn't have to be this way.
0: It didn't have to be this
1: way. So, all right. I, 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 I'm going to hit play, and I got to admit, the audio on this one is a little, it kind of sounds like it's snowing during it. Uh, well, that'll,
0: that'll only improve some of the fucking promos I'm sure we're going to have. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll probably get a Shango go in there. We do get Repo Man this week. Oh, um, and we're we're gonna be back at the Rupp Arena, and and of course we also have Vince McMahon in in all his glory again mm-hmm. before he paid out sixteen million dollars in uh, in hush money. And by the way, that's that's the, only the stuff they know about at this point. I mean. If that's the starting point, how, how much has there been over the years that we don't know about? Like when there was a pri- when it was a private company.
0: Well, all right. So let me ask you. Can I ask you this question about this because I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little confused. Mm-hmm. Confused, and I just want to know. So, are they suggesting that he used money from the company that he technically should have told the shareholders about? to pay off these women that he was sleeping with? And is yeah. that, like, why it's a big deal?
1: That's my understanding. And okay. I, I also know that they classify... I don't care about these accounting things that much, but I do find it interesting that they classify the, the Saudi money as other revenue. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, was putting blood money revenue on there a little too on the nose? I don't know. So it's just under other the, the fifty million or whatever the hell they get, uh, but but back back when we were little childs at age uh, twelve and thirteen, mm-hmm. uh, well, Vince McMahon was just an announcer to us. Yep. Unless you, unless you read the magazines, then you knew that he was, I guess, the owner. Um, at this point, he's doing that thing that we love, where it's National, uh, you know, bacon eating week or something. Is that really what it is? Because uh, no, to... no, oh no. I, I, well, I'm only giving you a hint in that we know that it's not National Baking Eating Week because I okay. wouldn't have said that if it actually was. So, where do you think? Right. What do you think it is?
0: So it's the week of June twentieth. June twentieth. Yeah. Uh, June twentieth, I believe, is National
1: um, Gun Registry Week. <laughs> Gun registry. All right. Anything to do? Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you. I'm going to be generous here. Because you were very kind to me yesterday, and anything to do with firearms, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you credit for.
2: Okay.
4: Quick, my in the middle of Pest Control Month.
1: <laughs> All right, Pest Control Month. I mean, yeah, you could use a bazooka to kill a fly, but it's still not the best idea.
0: I don't think anybody expected him to say that. <laughs>
1: We're back at the Rupp Arena, and last week I was try—I I had mentioned how it was a historic basketball venue because it was the—it's uh, the home of the University of Kentucky Wildcats. And in the back of my head, I was like, I know that this place hosted a Final Four, that mm-hmm. but I—I I didn't know the year. I knew that it was before like the late nineties because now they just hold it in huge dome stadiums. It's like WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, often on the same weekend as WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, Rupp Arena was the host of the 1985 Final Four, which was won by Villanova. So, for for all wow. you Philly people out there, and I know you said uh, to be very touchy about uh, Philly people and their sports teams. Yeah. Even the, even though the Flyers just signed my hero Nick Delorier, but they gave him four years, and he probably only should get two years. So, how long do you think Mr. Perfect is going to go on? Is he going to is he going to run long or short?
0: Well, this is re- this is a it's a really hard topic to talk about and make puns with with pest control. But I'm going to say that he's going to mention something about like gnats, like, you know, <laughs> Papa Shango is it, oh, the ultimate warrior is just a gnat to Papa Shango. Um, Ric Flair is the fly in the ointment to Randy Savage. Uh, but
1: you're really starting to bug me.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. So, all right. So we got we got three good ones there. Nat, bug and fly.
1: I'm getting very upset with Vince because he keeps wearing the light blue jacket and mm. he he needs to wear the dark blue at some point. It's yeah. the jacket. So, so, I don't we know. Can, so we can do a visual comparison.
0: That's why I'm beginning to know I'm beginning to think it might not be the jacket.
1: <laughs> are you are you saying that he lied to you? <laughs> it's, it's possible. Yeah. That's
4: it. I figured it out. What's it? I mean to talk about a fly in my ointment. It's been bugging me for weeks. Throw up the black blade. I figured it out. It's your hair. You've got a bee's nest hairdo, McMahon. You don't need final net. You need a no-pest strip. Raid raid, raid. raid.
1: Okay. That was a thing that occurred, and uh... I mean, at least at least he did use both fly in the ointment and bug. I, I knew as he got about five seconds into that, I was like, "Keithy's not gonna say that Heenan wrote this for him."
0: <laughs> no, no, absolutely not.
1: Not, not in a million years. Hey, Money Inc. is on the show, making a rare appearance. <laughs> oh my God, is that guy wearing a? Uh, was he wearing a Colorado Rockies shirt? Hold no. on, I, 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 no, I, yeah, because there's no way, because they didn't exist then. This isn't like
0: that time we saw the guy in the Tampa shirt that was like, you know, they had they had just announced that Tampa was getting a friggin baseball team. <laughs> what is <laughs> no, on that? We were we were yeah. watching. That is a wait. Is that a color? Is that a Colorado Rockies no,
1: shirt? No, no, no. You know what it is. I, I think it looks like a hockey team of some kind. But no,
0: is it is it Huskies? No, it wouldn't be Huskies. No, oh. they wouldn't be wearing Huskies. And
2: is
1: it? And it, it doesn't say Wildcats either. No. Anyway. Let us not waste too much time on this yeah. uh, uninteresting white man and his wife, who, who's, who's clearly brought binoculars in the hope yeah, she... that Lex Luger was going to show up. Sure, binoculars. Speaking speaking of Luger, he he wasn't at the WBF thing because he had that motorcycle accident or some shit. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna get WBF highlights later, and um, it's it's gonna be magical. Turn that off. But it's gonna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how fun! How funny is it that Sid got into an a- Sid got into not Sid. I'm looking at Sid.
1: Um, <laughs> I threw you wow. off there.
0: But like, how funny is it that Luger friggin' bailed in the WBF? <laughs> like, it's almost like he he deliberately got into an accident on a motorcycle.
1: <laughs> that actually, yeah, it was actually well timed in that he he would not be associated with that just. Like I know you argued with me last week about 2,000 people ordering the pay-per-view. You, you contended, no, it was merely 2,000 people got free, pro, free promos. Yes. Yeah.
0: There's no way 2,000 people fucking ordered that show. There's no way. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be willing to bet maybe five. I told you, the only people that would be interested in bodybuilding, aside from bodybuilders... Mm-hmm. were WWF people, and they were already not going to order it because they were pissed that Vince was giving money to this fucking sham organization.
1: True, there's, yeah. There's
0: no way, there's no way a normal... Per- like, no, there's no way your dad would have ordered the fucking WBF championship.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's hi- highly unlikely, Jess. Right. Yeah. even Even at the price point of, what, $20 or whatever it was at that time? So Um, LOD is out there right now for their last uh, last match pre uh, Rocco.
0: (laughs) I I don't even want. I I don't know what's worse. You know, I'm gonna go back and say that there there was a few good things at this time in '92, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of bad shit. And two of them are probably two of them are gonna be showing up. Well, one of them's already showed up, and the other one's gonna be showing up next week. And that's nails and fucking Rocco.
1: I'm I'm convinced. We we just saw Hawk do a beautiful standing drop kick. Sure. The whole Rocco thing caused him to relapse. I'm am blame I'm, blam- I'm oh. blaming the puppet for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The
0: puppet probably was fucking talking to him. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was singing White Rabbit back to him. <laughs> um, okay, so inset promo time with the Beverly Man. Brothers. These
0: suit. This lead. one
1: burns better. <laughs> I Sorry. still, I, it's fine. I still enjoy these Beverly Brothers promos, even if they are a little repetitive, because I like the way that I like the way that these guys talk. I I don't know the the like the kind of cocky attitude that they have, and plus with the with Lanny as the meat in that sandwich, you know, poke it through. That goes oh. double for you too, Ellering. <laughs> I, you know,
0: I, I will go out on a limb here, and I will say that I think I've said it before. If they weren't the Beverly Brothers, and they were like the Minnesota
1: Wrecking Crew, Wrecking Crew. Destru- Destruc- destruction Crew, yeah.
0: Okay, good Destruction Crew. I think it would have been okay. I think they would have been. It, you would have taken it. You can't take these guys seriously in those freaking pastel, you know, lavender jackets that they wear, and the the, the awful music. It's just, you weren't going to take them serious. Now, if they were the Minnesota Destruction crew, Christ's sakes, even if they had a freaking, even if they were wearing hard hats and looked like Stephen Regal, he's a man's man, I would have taken them a little bit more seriously than this against LOD. I mean,
1: even if you have to assign them a gimmick, it doesn't have to be as silly as this. I'm just thinking of something like, the Blonde Bombers, which a number of different teams were called that through history, including Ray Stevens and, and Pat Patterson. Patterson's yeah. not there at this point because he's he's kind of in one of his, I guess, forced retirements. But I don't know. I, th- that would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I'm always, I always look forward to the Lanny part of these, too. <laughs> All
0: right. So wait, does he say, and that goes double for you?
1: I don't think he ever says double. I, I always just want him to say it. It's right. like it's like when I used to get fruit roll-ups as a kid and I always wanted to get the one that had the stop sign like in the commercial sure. and I never and the one time I did I traded it to another kid thinking that I was smart and then the other kid got the uh, stop sign. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I had a rough childhood.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seems like you're having a rough adulthood, too.
3: Mm. (laughs) In the USA, we always celebrate Father's Day. Unfortunately,
5: LOS celebrates Mother's Day on Father's Day. It's simple,
3: because anyone who steals their mother's makeup and paints their face naturally would be Mama's boys. All right.
0: That wasn't awful. That wasn't awful. They didn't really. I mean, except for saying "L.O.S." They didn't reference them as sissies, which was good.
1: The the mis the misgendering is more of a 2022 problem, isn't it? Yes.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, we're not going to meet to the Beverly Brothers at this point. But
1: Barry Hardy in there is doing such work during this time frame because he was in a mask last week against the natural disasters. Now here he is taking the Doomsday Device. He went all the way over for it.
0: I'm, dude, I'm starting. I'm gonna start a freaking. Uh, what's that thing that everybody does when you have to sign a petition? The petition there.
1: Yeah, um, I forget what they're called online. Yeah, the, uh, I'm
0: gonna. St- I'm gonna stop them for Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy to get elected into the 2023 Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, I think that they should stop putting robbers well,
1: in. Holy shit! What is this? They get that... Uh, hawks. Got, hawks got that kid up on his shoulders. Is He, he gonna go for the ride too?
0: Who is that? Elizabeth? <laughs> is that Elizabeth? That's not Elizabeth. <laughs> Is Savage having a fucking bird right now? Nobody puts anybody up on their shoulders except me.
1: No, um if if they gave the doomsday device to that small to child, <laughs> they turned heel that way. It'd be like
0: <laughs> Oh my god, what did they do? Look at this kid. He's like, oh, that kid's ha- Now, nah, you know what? That kid still to this day oh, Cher- I-
1: Cherishes I- this memory, yeah. <laughs> Highly unlikely, since this was in Kentucky. Oh, my God. W W F
5: Superstars
1: Ice Cream Bars.
5: Yes. Available in the frozen food section of your favorite store. What a delicious way to keep cool this summer.
1: We didn't get any bites on our request last week, which was for somebody to uh, reverse engineer these ice cream yeah. bars.
0: No, we didn't. But I will tell you that he mentions your fa- What was your favorite store to get your ice cream bars from? And this could be a hyper, hyper, hyper local reference, because even I probably won't under- won't get it unless you say like market basket. But like, no. where in Woburn would you get them?
1: Uh, honestly, at the yeah. uh, ice cream truck that would show up at Leland Park in East Woburn.
0: There you go. <laughs> my my place was Robinson's News Agency in Linden Square in, in Malton. <laughs> they always had them, and I would go in every. <laughs> Every fucking day in the summer. I think they were like a dollar ninety-nine. If they were even, I th- you know what? Now that I think of it, they were $0.99. Cents. And do you know why I know they were $0.99? Because when I would get the penny back, I used to think to myself, oh, if I get 100 of these, I'll <laughs> have
2: one for free.
1: Well, that just means you'd have to buy, yeah, you have to buy 100 ice cream bars, and you basically get a free one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get, buy your 100th. Buy 100, get your 101st free. That's was hmm. my thought process. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, but apparently, yeah, the ice cream part of it is, is gone by the wayside, so that's why they can never make these the same the same way. But,
0: why? What are you talking about?
1: Uh, apparently, the company went out of business that made the vanilla ice cream. But then again, that that's what Pritchard said, and Pritchard is full of shit at all times. So... So our update segment, going back to last week, what happened on our our show, you you would think it would be something else, but instead we're just getting the Savage Empty Arena interview.
6: What it is, what it is, me, Gene Okerlund, yes, I have bent the rules a time or two, and I reserve the right to do it in the future, yeah, because when I wrestle people like that, yes, I'm a survivor, and I don't apologize for that at all. Now, when I wrestle scientific wrestlers, I can do with that style, too. And I can keep my World Wrestling Federation Championship belt. But when I know ahead of time, not being naive, you Gene Oakland, I've never been that. No. Never been that. That a person is the dirtiest player to ever play the game, then I do what I have to do. So that at the end, the bottom line, is that I walk out with the World Wrestling Federation Championship championship belt, and that's what's important to me right now. Shot through the heart, and you're to blame. Brother, you give love a bad name. Rick Flair, I'm talking to you. I'm going to bring you all the way down if you come after the madness, because I'm the type of person not to forget anything in this world. I take it all the way to the grave, me and Gene Okerlund. I'm very serious every time I wake up in the morning. I'm the World Wrestling Federation champion, and Ric Flair, you're not. Mr. Perfect, tell Rick Flair what I just said, because reading between the lines doesn't happen to help Ric Flair. He doesn't understand me when I talk.
1: No, he doesn't. Is, is Savage is he's he's requesting a sit down with Flair and Perfect is the consigliere. Sure. <laughs> so I guess that means that Perfect is Sil, Rick is Tony, and uh, uh, what would that make Hanan? Hmm. Puss. No, he can't be <laughs> pussy, and he can't, he can't he can't he can't be Bobby because he didn't have a brain transplant. Although actually, he is the brain. So yeah, I mean,
0: I guess is he Polly? I mean, is he Polly? I mean, yeah, he could be, be Polly because he was kind of a snake, you know. And Polly was a snake, you know, given telling Johnny Sack all the shit that was going on, you know. Well, that was Here's a bigger question. Who's Ralph? <laughs>
1: Um, I don't know. I would say the, Hercules. the, the mouth of the South.
0: <laughs> I was going to say Hercules.
1: Hercules. Yeah. Oh, he I don't remember Ralph no selling, uh, <laughs> rolling out of the house. Like, All right. That's it. <laughs> he he no sold the
0: horse. <laughs> <laughs> Sit his pie. Oh my. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting off track here.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He's
6: got to understand that the macho man, Randy Savage, is banned to the bone, yeah. And I've got a heart made of stone right now, and I'm living on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. No, I don't. I'm the World Wrestling Federation champion, and
3: Ric Flair, you are not.
1: Wait a minute, macho man. Yeah, references to him being the world champion versus references to him being married to Elizabeth are uh, quite a a ratio now because the, the Liz part is zero. Yeah, the
0: Liz is Liz is all done. I mean, he's not even mentioning the fact that Liz was even involved in this feud. Now it's just about him being the World Wrestling Federation champion.
1: I think uh, I think Silvio took uh, Liz for a ride. <laughs> the last ride match.
0: So that would make Macho, Christopher, and that makes much more sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Christopher. Christopher Randy. Yeah. Oh, we get a Flair promo out of this.
0: Wait a minute. That makes perfect sense. Hold on. Pause this. Ric Flair is Tony because there was always talk about Tony fucking Adriana and Christopher getting really mad about it. Yeah. There you go. Rick was fucking Elizabeth. Savage got really mad about it. Thus we have this feud. Look <laughs> at Flair there. He looks like he just went to fucking Nori and had some sushi.
1: <laughs> Flair actually looks kind of young there.
0: Yeah, he does.
1: And, and I realize I'm saying that about a 43 year old man. So round of applause for 1992 Rick Flair. 40, 43 year old Rick Flair was was my kind of Rick Flair.
0: I heard uh, I heard Flair said that in a, about his match, his upcoming matchup that. He's it's not going to be eighty nine Ric Flair, but it might be like ninety nine Ric Flair. And I was like, is he talking about years or age?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you I what did I tell you? Uh, there's uh, the, the two rumors, Sting mm-hmm. and Jericho. Neither neither one of them would get me in that building. No, no. The, there's one ma- there's one single smash that would get me to buy a ticket for that. And it's, and it's Steamboat, and I I think Steamboat has a little bit too much pride to get involved with this elder abuse at this point. What if it,
0: what if it was like Terry Funk? All
1: right, well, Terry Funk's not exactly in the greatest of health right now when he's almost oh. 80 years old, so I don't think that that's... uh what? No. Unless unless I got the promise that Terry Funk was going to pile-drive Flair through a table in the Nashville Auditorium again. I just want to relive WrestleWar 89, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, Mr.
0: Flair, I just want you to know that you're, I'm a big fan of yours, and I, I'm really proud of you for winning the championship. Uh, I would have voted for you anyway. <laughs>
1: I would have voted for you.
4: <laughs> Savage, you can say and do anything you want to win a match, but you cannot beat the expertise of Rick Flair. macho man, you're living on borrowed time. You're walking my eye. You're styling and profiling in my shoe and wearing my title belt. Macho Man, don't you know it's my destiny to be the WWF champion again? Woo! Uh, uh,
1: some, somebody should do a full study on why the feud in 95 went better than the one in 92. Mm. From a, from a business... Uh, 95 into 96. We're going to get a lot of the same commercials as last week, I'm going to warn you. What is real? That's mm, okay. That yeah. And uh, it's not full commercials. The video is 56 and a half minutes. So... What is
0: real? Hmm. Uh, let's go back. I wonder why the the 95 feud was better.
1: Um, I think part of it was... Uh, one, on one hand... Wrestling business was way down at this point in '92, so the interest just wasn't there in general. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably trending up a little bit in '95, but also because think of it this way this is kind of like Savage it has the home game here because he's the longtime WWF guy. Yeah. And what is this? I'm going to pause this for a second. Uh, in 95, they're playing on Flair's turf, and I mm. think it's it's better for the angle if it's happening on Flair's turf because Savage was over enough as a face in WCW that he could get Ric Flair to be booed there, mm. whereas, yeah. Ho- whereas Hogan, when Hogan showed up, you get all these mixed emotions, mixed reactions where they had to... Uh, basically retire Flair and get him out of there so that there was, you know, people weren't just wanting Flair to come back right away.
0: So you're saying that, that Randy Savage was much more successful in getting Ric Flair booed than Hulk Hogan.
2: Yes. Hmm.
0: Well, that makes sense because people love Flair. People love Savage and people hate Hogan.
1: (laughs) Well, for the, for the most part, yeah. So th- I have no idea what this next commercial is, but it's something to do with the Supreme Court. <laughs> oh, boy. In
4: 1977, the United States Supreme Court, recognizing the public's right to be informed, allowed attorneys to advertise. As a result, you've heard many lawyers tell you that they can help you, probably on TV. But which one do you go to? Find an attorney familiar with the current law affecting your case. Check out their reputation and years of experience. Do they return your calls and answer your questions? The lawyer you choose can make the difference. All lawyers are not the same.
1: It also invited us to look up up in the 9X yellow pages. (laughs) I never heard of that guy before, so uh, I think think I'm with you. I'll call Jody Shulman if I have a personal injury case. Yes,
0: make sure you do. And, And tell her that Keithy sent you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the envelope's a little light this week, Jody. <laughs> it was out of my collections.
0: It was out of my... I snorged out of my
1: collection. <laughs> so this advertisement is to order cable, which everything old is new again, huh? Yeah. Hey, cord cutters, pay attention. Oh, wait, you can stream all these freaking channels. <laughs> Thelma and Louise on the movie channel, which was always like the number four... Like, the movie channel was, like, the global of uh, cable channels at that time. Yeah. Like, HBO would be Hogan. Showtime would be Flair. uh, Savage would be Cinemax. And, and, like, the movie channel would just be a distant fourth. Savage. (laughs)
0: Savage is Cinemax? Is this Chico? Uh, No,
1: it's Chico. It's (laughs) Papa Shango. No, it's, like, the exact opposite of Chico. Satanic black magic. Sick shit.
0: <laughs> well, now you don't know for you don't know for a fact that Chico wasn't into satanic black magic. We don't know that.
1: I find it hard to believe, Jess, that a babyface like Tito Santana, a man who was literally never booed by a single person, a babyface. Yeah, very, very much a babyface. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, that's true.
1: No. Yeah, Sean goes down there. He's probably gonna light Danny Davis's dick on fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if, if that had happened. If like Danny Davis's crotch. There's what a joke
0: this? in there. There's a there's a Brutus Beefcake joke in there somewhere, but I don't
1: know. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell's going on here? Is the jobber getting a full entrance? Down the aisle
3: from Baltimore, Maryland, who's this? weighing 231 pounds. elected opponent I might add. Chris
1: uh, It's a little weird having the enhancement guy come out second.
0: <laughs> but, but it's a good angle because he's afraid. He doesn't want to mess with Shango.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: that's He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I got this guy in the match. Damn it."
1: You raise you raise a good point.
4: Well,
3: after you've seen what's gone on the last couple of weeks, big man, wouldn't you be a little cautious too? Yeah, I think I would. No doubt about it. Uh, it looks like Chris Hahn is having second thoughts justifiably so as to entering the ring here with Papa Shango. and there you see on the cover of the WWF magazine which is available newsstands all over there you see the ultimate warrior you talk about a man who will step front and center a man with perhaps some say more guts than brains the Ultimate Warrior, despite what has happened to him with Papa Shango, will step right up and spit in Papa Shango's face and go sure. out to the nail. That's the kind of competitor the Ultimate Warrior is. Uh,
1: the enhancement guy, Chris Hahn, is also wearing a hat. <laughs> a hat. A hat. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, you, you know what? He was actually in the ring, and he's like, I'm not wrestling without my lucky hat. I don't wrestle without it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you realize what we're into here? <laughs> I'm not going to go out Black there. magic. Sick shit. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to go out there.
1: I don't you wrestle without my, my lucky hat.
0: Without my lucky hat.
1: <laughs> but c- clearly the hat's got something to do with um, what um, what's going to happen here. Also, perhaps... Maybe Hulk Hogan's got something to do with this. I mean, we know he that does, he does. He likes to cover up uh, what's on top of his head as well.
0: A uh-huh. hat. You know, the thing that's funny is that they're in, where are they, in Lexington, Kentucky? Yeah. He's got to go all the way to fucking Rockaway to get a lucky hat. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid, McMahon.
3: All of those things that have happened to the Ultimate Warrior with the evil coup and everything else, you best be just staying away from uh, Papa Shango. Well, again, now it appears as though uh, Chris Hahn is on the inside of the ring. And officially, I would suspect the match will be underway shortly. Everyone looking on. Very, very. All
1: right. The way that he's taking off the towel slowly and positioning his hands. God, what the fuck? Seriously.
0: Yeah. You think there's some uh, shenanigans afoot?
1: What are we we doing? What are we doing here? What, what, what is this supposed to add to the program? You're ruining it. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking exposed. You're, <laughs> like... you're ruining the
3: business. You're exposing it all.
1: <laughs> I think it's fake.
3: What do you think of that? Reluctant Chris Hahn. Very reluctant. Looking over at Papa Shango. And Wait a minute. His hand's on fire. His oh, hand come is on, on fire. Where did that come from? The his hand, hand is on Stop Get it out! That's going to be burning his flesh! His his hand is on fire! Oh my goodness, look at this poor young man! How do you explain that, McMahon? I can't explain it! This poor young man who came to the ring with such trepidation and look what happened to him! Big attention! Look
4: at this! (laughs) It's the spell! It's the curse of Papa Shango!
0: Do we know if Voodoo... Curses work like the, like the thing Shango's been doing. No, I mean, no. I, I thought voodoo curses were like you'd put you know it's like the Maloicas. Have you ever heard of the Maloicas? That's an Italian thing. You put the Maloicas on somebody, and it's like it's, it's a it's a you know it's a bad curse. But then things like the, you know like if I put the Maloicas on you, and then you get into a car accident, that's how it works. I think the same thing works for voodoo curses. Like there's no feet getting on fire. You know, Drembui dropping out of Dean Jean's <laughs> hand. You know, this kid's got his fucking hand on fire. those that's not how it works. There's
1: only oh. one there's only one known cure for, for this kind of voodoo. Yeah. And I'll tell you what that is. It's the antidote. This week's event center brought to you by
0: IcoPro. You've <laughs> gotta
5: want
1: it. <laughs> that's yep. the only, only cure for that voodoo is like it's it's,
0: it's 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 the only some out of my collections. It's the antidote. <laughs>
1: One way one way or the other you're gonna shit <laughs> it's it, it's coming out
5: what looking good and feeling great is all about it has been said live World wrestling
1: Federation. well wrestling well there goes Sean Mooney's credibility right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah the Worcester Centrum a TV taping as I mentioned last week uh, I believe the only time I've ever seen wrestling at the Worcester centrum WWF was the time Foley won the title. Ah. Yeah. I did I did see Slamboree 98 at the Worcester Central.
0: Well, why the hell would you drive out to Worcester?
1: Well, I went to see Slamboree and a Raw in 98, which was taped in 98, aired in 99.
0: So. All right. So the Raw in 98, I, I I, can't, I'm not going to justify why you went out there. I mean, you went out there for Slamboree because it was a pay-per-view. Yeah, but who the fuck is going to? Di- Nobody's go Listen, people that live in the Boston area don't want to drive out to fucking Worcester anyway, regardless of what's going on for wrestling. Like, I'm not going out there for a fucking Saturday show. I'm sorry,
1: I'm not doing I, it, Jimmy. I hated driving through Worcester going to Connecticut last uh, earlier this week.
0: Yeah, nobody um, wants to fucking do that. It's a nightmare.
1: I actually kind of took alternate routes to minimize my Worcester time. Yeah. <laughs> Both ways. In fact, I bypassed Worcester entirely on the way home because I went. right, I always, to, my, right yeah. to my mother's house.
0: <laughs> I always try. I always try to avoid anything west of 495.
1: Oh. Okay. As, as best well, good, as possible. <laughs> good thing. Good thing I live north of 495 technically. <laughs> although there are there are parts of 495 that I am west of, such as the part that's up by uh, West Newbury, Massachusetts.
0: Oh well, we know I try to avoid West Newberry. No, listen, I I will go to northwest of of uh, four ninety five. Not the I'm not I'm talking about the western the western parts, the western okay. front. The western yes. expansions of <laughs> mm.
1: So What's I uh, during during that during that conversation with you yesterday, I, I expressed trepidation about getting a rental car. In uh, Nashville. And I wonder and, why that would be. Well, yeah, because I was afraid that uh, Repo Man was going to exact revenge on me mm. exposing his uh, tendency towards animal abuse. Mm. Uh, stealing of rental cars. Mm. Yeah. And he, he would take his revenge upon me in this world, not the next.
4: <laughs> there you are. You know, all my life I've hated dogs. I've never known what to do with them. They've always given me trouble. Well, you know, I think I got the answer. A junk chain, because when you pull on it, they do anything you want. And you know, I have a dog, but I don't know what to do with them. I don't know if I should make him a watchdog? Nah. A hunting dog? Nah. I want a lab dog. Yeah, Davey Boy Smith, you're going
2: to be a nice,
4: easy, calm lab dog. <laughs>
1: I thought that that was going to be the same promo as last week, but then when he started listing the types of dogs, I was like, "All right, this is different."
0: Could you imagine Davy Boy Smith just laying across your lap?
1: <laughs> only in my dreams.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: only in my, only in my fondest, fondest. <laughs> <dream>. <laughs> what's what's huh. that? What's that? Two uh, hundred and eighty pound guy doing laying on your lap? I don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, I can't have that in this joint.
1: No, I can't. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's uh, funny. Fuck, I should, have played that. I should have played Can't Have That in this joint when the guy was uh, was like, Ah, my hand! <laughs> can't have that in this joint. You wasted eight fucking, eight fucking <laughs> <You're> aprons <laughs> on this guy.
0: <laughs> you wasted eight fucking aprons on his hand.
1: <laughs> what the hell's wrong uh, with you? What
0: the hell's wrong with you?
1: So D- Davey Boy, with his uh, stupid cartoon logo,
0: he um, wasn't my car.
1: I mean, he's he's got to raise his game because the 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 show's going to be in London SummerSlam. Slam, and uh, obviously he's got to get a prominent place on that card. But you know what? He he's got to stay clean and sober till then, right?
0: Oh yeah. Mm. Well, considering we he didn't on? Get, considering yes. he didn't get new gear for his main event show at Wembley Stadium. Uh, I don't think he gives a fuck.
1: I'm a little concerned because I don't think he's 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 not referring to Repo Man as Mister Repo Man anymore. I liked no. it. I liked it when he used the proper so New York I. Time New York Times style guide.
4: Repo Man, you made two mistakes with the British Bulldog. The first one was you put the rope around my neck and left me there for good. The second mistake was. You didn't get the job done. Oh, it's a fucking and same you promo. The big
1: laughing mother. Yeah. Fuck say- this guy, <laughs> you lazy motherfucker. He's just in the ba- he's fucking smoking crack with the Anvil, and it, meanwhile Repo Man is taping local promos around the horn. This is bullshit. Why did this guy get the IC? Repo Man should have gone. Repo Man should have gone over Brett in London. Repo Man, I would have all oh, like- for it. Oh. Bonus third promo, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> you did know this was coming, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. I had no idea. Why? <laughs> I had no idea this was coming. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, uh, the captain is turning on the no talk. talking. No <gasps> talking! No talking sign. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I know how you feel. Fucking nauseating. <laughs> All right, 902. 902 uh, I really wish they could have just given nails, <laughs> 90210. That would have been funny.
0: Uh, I love how you just called him his number. All right, 902714.
1: <laughs> Take it away. If it was 90210 would be like, what's Steve Sanders doing here in the WWF zone? <laughs>
6: uh, yeah. No!
1: Boss man! Wait a minute. Why is he mentioning who's the boss with Boss man and not Warrior? <laughs> See you. No. You you love it. You secretly love nails. I think no. by the by, no. by the time this is all over, he's gonna be one of your twenty top thirty-five favorite wrestlers of all time. <laughs> all right. Wait. Go,
0: go back. I want to hear this from the beginning.
1: <laughs> now you're asking me to rewind. Rewind uh, nails promos. Yes, this is absolutely right. incredible. I <laughs> all right, right here. Uh, no, I don't want to fucking hear any more bulldog. All right, and and Mo- Mooney's gonna throw it <laughs> immediately to nails. Here, which, uh, yeah, which, <laughs> yeah.
6: Who's the boss now, False man?
1: That's a drop right there. <laughs> Who's the boss now, boss man?
6: (laughs) (sighs) You gave a beating, and I took a beating. You gave a beating, and I took a beating. Now
4: let's see how you're going to take a beating in
3: hard time. According to Nails, the
5: first beating was just the beginning for the big boss man. See it
0: all Monday night, July 20th.
1: Um... Why does Nails have a uh, Peaky Blinders haircut?
0: Why did Nails look like a a, a bad <laughs> version of Nick Nolte doing like uh, <laughs> with a Peaky Blinders haircut?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we don't we don't talk enough about how Nails' hair uh, caused the character to fail. But yeah, it was actually everything else but the hair that caused it to fail.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the fact is is that he's. He's got a baby face gimmick. I am telling
1: you for a, a baby you face of- gimmick. A guy coming out of prison. I mean, I uh, Ken can- Patera Ken Patera could drop your reach for comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hear me know. out on this. He has a. He, his beef is that when he was in prison, wrongfully convicted, I might add, because that's what he said, that he got he got the shit kicked out of him by the boss yeah. man. That's a baby face gimmick, and now he's here to like. Well, I mean, except that he's here to exact revenge. I mean, he's here to he's here to get justice, so to speak.
1: I I know that you you've seen Shawshank. You're like everybody in here is innocent, right?
0: Except for Red. <laughs> yes. But no. But I mean, think about it. I mean, he's he's there because he's he's trying to get revenge on the fact that this guy beat the shit out of him when he was a prison guard. He's not a heel. Yeah. Then they give him this fucking voice box thing, and he sounds like Kane. <laughs> I'm Kane. My name is Kane. Ugh. Yeah. And that stupid haircut, and the fucking orange jumpsuit, and not giving him a number that anybody could fucking make jokes about. <laughs> asshole. What? How dare you say that he's gonna become one of my favorites?
1: That <laughs> should...
0: I should fucking drive up to your house, you know, parts of it east to four ninety five, and fucking beat the shit out of you.
1: <laughs> You're threatening to nails me here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm threatening to nails you.
1: So, basically, you will, you you are so offended by the notion of you liking nails that you are going to drive forty miles with good gas prices the way that they are, and basically pull a nails on me. <laughs> is, is that? Am I understanding that correctly? You know where I think you should go? I think you should go to the GNC at the uh at the Meadow Glen Mall
0: get some get some Icopro. I've got to want it.
1: Did they sell Icopro at the GNC? Did
0: they sell Icopro anywhere except for the uh, WWF magazine? <laughs> they,
1: they sold it out of the back of Vince's car.
0: <laughs> I know out of the back of Dave, Earl and Dave Hebner's car.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is this is all to raise money for uh my uh hush money lawsuits.
0: Yes. No. Shh. Hush money. Shh. Yeah. Why? Why was it that hush? Why is hush money the only type of? They always talk about hush money. I thought it was supposed to be quiet. <laughs> oh, I love. I love. I love the rock version of Duggan's music for Slaughter.
1: Yeah. You know what? I was so out of it. Like for this time period, I didn't even remember Slaughter having having this mu- this particular music. Also, I don't think I'd ever covered a slaughter, like, on Greetings to Malatone, a slaughter match from a singles match post-face turn. Oh, wow. Where he's literally shaking hands with everybody around ringside like like he's the overzealous guy at mass during the sign of the peace.
2: Mm.
0: Or I was going to say, like, he's trying to run for president in 1992. (laughs) But then again, a man running for president in 1992 after, you know, disrespecting the country... Like he did in 1990 nineteen ninety ninety one, that seems like something that would happen in real life.
1: Well, true, yeah. Oh, <laughs> although it would have been a good year, it was a good year for a third party candidate, as Ross Perot demonstrated. Yeah. Of course, he didn't win any states, but you know.
0: I don't know if Slaughter would have won any states either.
1: Um, the, the universe. Uh, he, he he would have won the district to fuck off probably, but other than that, <laughs> well, I, know I think. He, Three electoral votes there. Yeah.
0: He's not going to win. He wouldn't have won South Carolina, even though he claims he's from Paris Island, South Carolina. But then again, that's stolen valor. And uh, th- people tend to not like that. So, oh, here we go. So now, now it's be, time for us to no talk.
1: Before, before we get to the Mountie promo, can you name the two states in which Ross Perot finished second in 1992?
0: Like second to Bush or second he, he, to Clinton?
1: In one of the states, he finished second to Clinton, and in another state, he finished second to Bush.
0: I'm gonna say Texas.
1: Uh,
0: and oh, am I wrong?
1: Well, Texas is not one of them. No.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I'll say uh, I'll say like Oklahoma and Oregon.
1: The correct answer is Utah and Maine. Oh, okay. yeah. George H. W. Bush finished third in Maine, despite. Fucking vacationing there for his entire
0: presidency. Well, if you want to know why, I know why. Why is that? It, my mother went to Kenny Bunkport once, and she was asking, she was talking to people, and because they went up there, and of course, like other tourists who go up there and want to see the Bush compound, she was like, "Oh, where's the Bush compound?" And people apparently in Kenny Bunkport, he's like an annoyance, or he was, R. I. P. But they're like an annoyance up there. They're kind of like how. The Kennedys are kind of an annoyance out on um, the Vineyard because it's it's just when they're there, it's all about protection for them. And, you know, everybody's got to clear out of the fucking ice cream stores if they want to get ice cream. And, you know, so it's like it's kind of a pain in the ass. I bet you they're more of a pain in the ass in there than they're not.
1: I think that you might be rushing to judgment solely blaming the Bush family for this.
2: Maybe old Hogan's got something
1: to do with this. It's entirely possible.
0: You bet you're fucking
1: bippy. He wasn't. He, he wasn't there in '92. Maybe he was running uh, running the Secret Service or something. You know, people go back and forth in the Secret Service. They become de- deputy uh, chief of staff for the president, and then they just yeah. go back to the Secret Service. Yeah. Even yes. if the, uh, uh, there's another president of another party. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, I'm not going to get into all that. Anyway, here's the Mountie from another country, Canada. (laughs) And where I come from, Canada, we reward courage.
4: (laughs) You finally felt the power of the Mountie! Here in the good old USA, you celebrate Father's Day! Well, forget it, Slaughter! Because when we meet, it's going to be the mother of all
0: battles! Alright. That's the second mother joke we've heard in a Father's Day promo.
1: I kind of wish I had a specific drop. I, I know I used to play it on the old show, but uh, the, with Steve Buscemi saying "Stop yelling at me," <laughs> felt like Mountie's volume there was a little bit elevated.
0: Stop yelling at me. Yeah. Uh, what Slaughter should have said is Slaughter should Slaughter's rebuttal should be, you know what, Mountie? In my book, you get points for staying out of the can. <laughs>
1: Slaughter's never Slaughter's never been in the can, not really. Not really. <laughs> uh, I I think it's hilarious how DiBiase is in a tag team now, so it's like Slaughter's like, "Fuck this! I'm bringing back the Cobra Clutch." <laughs> oh. Can't ha- can't have two guys with that similar looking move. I I, I understand that. It, it would be we- although there are certain more common moves like. When Martell is there, is anybody else doing the Boston Crab? I don't think so. Yeah. Lawyer Christian on the inside. You know what about the article entitled
3: Life After Steroids: The Effects of Anabolic Drugs May Linger Long After You've Stopped. It's Tornado.
1: Tornado. Life After Steroids in the WBF magazine.
0: Vince mentioning the S-word, that's amazing.
1: Well, that's a Horian thing. Uh, (laughs) It was a big deal at the time.
0: Was that his way of, like, you know, distancing himself, so to speak?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, basically the WBF shut down because he was like, all right, boys, we're going to start drug tests. Everybody's like, oh, (laughs) got to (laughs) go.
2: Excuse
1: mm. me, I have to go to the bathroom. I see no harm in that. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
2: <Rebo
3: Man>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course perfect is going to laugh because he knows that Repo Man's a Minnesota guy just like him
2: Sure That's Probably
1: that's a that's a faction that we never got is like a Minnesota mafia faction of all those Yeah not even all those guys, but just a huge chunk. Sure, could leave you can out, to- can leave out Tom Zenk.
0: Well, you have to, the yep. Zed Man. Um, here's a question for you: Did Slaughter's Cobra Clutch put people to sleep, or was it kind of just like a straight up uh, submission hold that people had to like
1: give up? No, it would put people to sleep because he would do that thing where it's like, all right, back in like the early '80s, if a guy lost via sleeper. It it, it was traditionally, oh, yeah, you got to wake the guy up before you leave the ring. And Slaughter would do, like, the kick to the back of the neck thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whereas I think it was kind of unbecoming how DiBiase would shove money in the guy's money. What if a guy choked? What if he died in the ring? You'd think DiBiase would be a little bit more sensitive to that since his adoptive father died in the ring.
0: Oh, my God. Too soon.
1: What? I mean that's that that's the other hesitation about this Flair thing. If he fucking dies in the ring, it it at that show, I mean <laughs> it's basically going it, to it will not only it will basically erase his entire legacy because it's all that people will remember.
0: All right, first of all, his legacy is already on fucking dangerous ground.
1: Whoa, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For the last 30 years.
1: True. Yeah. Basically, since his promo earlier on this show, <laughs> that's how you time the thirty years. Starting right now, now. Uh, Repo Man in there, of course. So we got Bulldog with the inset promo. He looks—he right. looks as serious as a white dude with cornrows could possibly look, right? Now. All right.
0: How many dog puns? I'm going to give you a bet. How many dog puns does he do? The over/under is two and a half.
1: Under.
2: Okay.
1: I don't. I don't think he can get to three. It is kind of funny that the two white guys with cornrows in WWF history both have the name Dog in their name. <laughs> between him and Road Dog <laughs> <laughs> One of those odd coincidences. Repo Man, you try to end
4: my career with that tore rope, and you failed because the British Bulldog is still here. And now it's my turn to bite the hand of the man who tried to hang me. The British Bulldog.
1: I think that's only one. Bite yeah, the hand blunt. of the man, yeah. Hmm? I don't think he If it was say if it was Mr. Perfect, I would say, alright, he might try and cram a bunch of them in because that's what that's basically what he does for a living at the top of these shows. Yeah. But Bulldog, I don't think he's I don't think he quite has it in him to do that. Yeah. You think
3: he's <laughs> good now? You should see him work at
1: night, But it, it is nice that Repo Man has now been promoted from guy where they talk about other shit going on in the company to actually yeah. talking about his feud.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: see, well, he a
0: half There's a half
1: crab. Yeah, oh, oh, he he's apparently only half of Rick Martel. <laughs> it, it's it's not a Boston crab, it's a Wakefield crab.
0: Oh! Shown on the shown on the zip trip this past it, Friday on Boston 25 News. It,
1: it's it's the Wilmington Crab.
0: Was was Repo Man and Rick Martell on opposing teams in the '88 Survivor Series?
1: Martell wasn't there. He was. It was during his time off. Oh, dang. Yeah. So, yeah, I've forgotten the ding on my 88 Survivor Series ding the last couple of uh, times. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird sentence to say, I have to admit. And we're back. Yeah, Mooney's talking about the great tag team battles. So we're going to get one of those great promos that I was talking about
5: wild berserker. Oh yeah. In the main event, the World Wrestling Federation champion, the Macho Man
0: Randy Savage will team up with the yes. Icon Little Title holder, Rick Man Hearts,
5: and they will lock up with
1: Rick Flair, no and Shawn Michaels.
0: No not this one. Ah, damn it.
1: What do you No, it's not the same one. Cuz Shawn He's, was not Shawn was not looking at a mirror last week.
0: These were four people who have never been in my kitchen. What do you,
1: Oh, Sean never came over to eat when you uh, went to that garden show and you waved hi to him and invited him over. You going to make spaghetti and meatballs?
0: No. And Perfect never came over after my brother slapped him on the back of the garden.
1: You didn't have any of the chaotic guys over after. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. After they. Yeah. They. You know. I, 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 I think you were hassling some of them too much.
0: <laughs> Take it easy.
1: Yeah. What,
0: what I want Well. What I wanted to know is if they went to, like... I wish I had known if they had gone to... See, now I'm starting to get into... I don't want to get into stalker territory. Mm. But, like, you know, which is why I'm not driving up to Maine to go see the Limitless show. Um, Because if I show up in Maine two hours away from my house, they're going to be like, Who the fuck is this guy? But I wondered if any of them went to the IHOP that's open 24 hours in Brighton. Or Austin. Because I would have went.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about IHOP.
0: my Look, my problem is, is that when I follow these, when I follow people, and this isn't just chaotic wrestlers, this is also like other wrestlers, actors, athletes, anybody that you follow that has like a social media presence, when they start posting shit that they like, things that make them laugh, things that they enjoy doing part time, you know, it makes me think that, hey, you know what, I bet you we would be friends. Because I share similar interests with these people. And it makes me wonder, like, couldn't I just be friends with somebody and just, like, we hang out when they're not doing shit? (laughs) But then I'm like, am I a stalker? I think I might be.
1: (laughs) I have no idea what to say to that. (laughs) So, the captain is turning on the no talking. No talking! Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, always, you, I always I always go to say that And then Chosen shouts it over me
0: Why, why, why don't you sit these next one out Next you <laughs> up
1: I think you and I should get an apartment together uh, <laughs> as Sean Vegan Keegan
4: No i No talking <laughs>
6: Look in the mirror
4: and tell me what you see. What I see is the hottest looking man in the World Wrestling Federation, and what I see here is four people that make James Brown look like the laziest man in show business. Hitman and Macho Man, you guys don't have a chance against Slick Rick and Shawn Michaels. Oh, they're really great wrestlers, oh. Shawn, but take a break, guys. This is perfect. Ask me what I see. I'll tell you, Shawn Michaels. I see the man that should be the Intercontinental Champion if he could get a match. <laughs> you look at Ric Flair. I'll tell you what I see. I see the man that will be the next WWF Champion. If I get a chance, you want tag team action? Come and get it, boys. <laughs> Woo!
1: Flair apparently not reading the house show reports <laughs> that Sean Sh- is losing around the horn.
0: You know what I see? I see Sean Michaels, the man that's going to sort of put my career to an end in about 20 years or so. Mm.
1: <laughs> There's so many moving parts in this match that I enjoy. Savage and Sherry being on opposite sides. Yep. Brett and Perfect yep. being on opposite sides. Brett and Sean being on opposite sides. I mean... What's not, to, what's not to love here? And then you got the, the matter of Flair and Brett, which this would probably be their first kind of interaction. And, of course, mm-hmm. those two guys are kind of oil and water.
0: Also, Brett and Savage teaming up after their awesome matchup on Saturday Night's Main Event. <laughs> I, I,
1: I wonder if either of them actually remembers that. Actually, Brett, <laughs> Brett probably remembers that much more because he never fucking forgets anything.
0: <laughs> now wait, let me ask you this: so if I can go back to my previous rant or about be, uh, if you would have, t- uh, no, no, if you took Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, I'll even throw in Mr. Perfect and Randy Savage all together. Who do you think you would be friends with the most?
1: Uh, honestly, out of all of them, yeah, probably Bret or Perfect.
0: Yeah, I would say either Bret or Perfect. I think friends I would be friends with perfect because I bet you I bet you Kurt Hanning was like a good guy to be friends with, you know? And Brett, I think Brett would be fun to hang out with only because you'd get to listen to him bitch about stuff and you'd laugh about it on the side.
1: No, he wasn't as cynical at this point. Remember? Uh, I mean yeah. so you get a different kind of me and Brett would just be talking Smythe Division hockey for like forty five fucking minutes. Yep. The problem I think I might run into with perfect is similar to something that I ran into with a different coworker. Apparently, I'm a real issue in that office. Is <laughs> like he start, starts breaking my breaking my balls about the desk thing, and I want to be like, "Dude, you haven't earned the right to fucking break my balls. I've met you in person like two or three times now. You, you haven't earned that right. You All haven't right?
0: earned the right, you son of a bitch.
1: Yeah." I was starting to get really fucking pissed about that. Like, not about the, not about the desk thing, but about like him trying Mm. to fuck with me about other things, other things that he was making up. Like, oh, the guy was bragging about it too. And I was like, Mm. no, I know for a fact that he wasn't because he was never, he just left his stuff there and fucking went off and had meetings elsewhere. He didn't even need that fucking desk.
0: What a real piece of shit. This guy sounds like
1: piece of shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's a fat piece of shit.
1: (laughs) And he he was heavy, but maybe not heavier than me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, Brett, right, here we Brett and uh, Savage, you've been waiting for this promo, and you probably didn't even know it for no. uh, for thirty years.
4: You know, nobody's looking more forward to this match with Rick, Nature Boy Flair, and the Boy Toy Shawn Michaels than me and the Macho Man. We are looking forward to settling this thing and showing you. Who's in
6: charge, right, Macho Man? You guys think that you're wild, but you're not as wild as the Space Uh Cowboys, the Hitman and the Macho Man. We're way out there, yeah. The boy toy and the nature boy don't hear that when it comes to the Hitman and the Macho Man. It's like men playing with boys. It ain't gonna happen because you guys can't hold up your end. You guys aren't what you think that you are. We're gonna bring you all the way down. It's gonna be a rude awakening for you guys, but we know it before it happens. Happens,
4: and now we're gonna prove it to you. You gotta be bold to wear the gold, and when you step in the ring with us, you'll be excellently executed, right, Madness? The pink and the black and the macho
6: man doing the thing. Dig it.
1: The macho man and breath the oh. hit to face Rick
5: Flair and Shawn Michaels Monday night, July twenty.
1: Yeah, Mike uh Mooney didn't even have a freaking pun there. He was like, that was fucking awesome. Uh, I I'm just throwing it to break.
0: I'll tell you right now. I would have been so excited to see an extended run of the Savage Heart tag team. Like, imagine that. Imagine if they had, um, imagine if they were, like, if they were, oh, God, that would have been so good. Just
1: like, yeah, but they're they're both the single, the singles champions. But yeah, it's a nice novelty hearing it here.
0: Well, I mean, you had the fucking Ultimate Maniacs. I mean, that was a bunch of horseshit. Imagine if they had Savage and him. And like Savage comes out in fucking like pink and black outfit, you know? Let's,
1: oh yeah. Let's let's not insult horse shit by comparing it to the uh macho maniacs or whatever. Yeah. What
0: the fuck are we watching?
1: It's a Bubblicious commercial.
0: This is this is a perfect time for you to drop the what the hell is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's like an EDM uh, concert going on in there. And there's Richard Lewis for Boku. What the hell is that? I mean, this works for the Richard Lewis thing as well. Cr- Krusty was a. Little- what do you get against Boku? Don't you know? Boku, yes. Boku fruit juice coolers from Well, I already confessed to uh, liking Richard Lewis's hair. Back in the day.
0: No, I like Richard Lewis. I have a question. When did Richard Lewis start to look really old?
1: Um, probably. Like have you
2: noticed,
0: no, but like, have you noticed like Richard Lewis now looks real frail and old? And I don't remember when that happened.
1: I think it was around the time Bin Laden got killed. I, I think it was. I think it was then where. Richard Lewis, like it was like that time that Bob Barker came out on that Thursday episode of The Price Is Right, all of a sudden having gray hair. Yeah, I cannot stress enough to people how fucking weird it was that Bob Barker's <laughs> hair changed from black to gray in one fucking day. <laughs> uh, you're right, it did. October 1987. Do you know how? Do you know how jarring it was for America? A week later, the fucking stock market crashed. Seriously? Right? Yes. And it's all Bob Barker's fault. Yes. Also, it didn't have to control the pet population and have your nope. pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> uh, I'll, never, I'll never stop bringing that up, the mm-hmm. Bob Barker. Th- Why are we doing promotional consideration in the middle of the show? I'm, I'm thrown off here. So am I. Yeah. Yeah.
5: This is weird. Ico Pro, integrated oh, conditioning that's, program. That's Everybody who cares about their body. To order, call 1-800-634-1010. Fill the heat oh. with Roger Clemens, MVP baseball for your Nintendo. Uh, oh. The hottest pitcher in
4: baseball brings home the greatest NES game ever. Roger Clemens, MVP baseball from LJN.
1: The hottest pitcher in baseball. I, for one, always thought that Tom Glavin was better looking. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. It's a matter of personal preferences.
0: Oh, you, I didn't know where you were going with that, and I'm so glad I let you go
1: there. <laughs> I per I personally fucked two fifths of the Atlanta Braves starting rotation. That.
2: Oh, all right, good
1: for you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making all these. <laughs> <games>. <laughs> I, I personally. I personally. Uh, Pete, you had sex with Kent Merker. I I'm not saying any more than that.
0: All right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wow.
1: Hey friend, the fun never ends with it. Be wise, motorized.
5: it comes complete with disappearing liquid. The color disappears, but the fun never ends.
1: What? I got. I gotta grab. I gotta grab the drop of Lord Lord Al saying comes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like the fact that he started off with, "Hello friend." <laughs> hey friend.
1: That's his hey, favorite one. Yeah. Hey,
0: hey friend. Hey friend.
1: It, it comes with invisible uh, invisible link.
0: Oh, hello friend.
1: The color disappears, but the fun never ends. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what an ad, what an ad by Tyco. Jeez, oh. I'm
0: trying to think. I'm trying to think who the other starting pitcher you fucked was.
1: <laughs> Let's move along. Stop it, from Tyco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's crush. Oh,
0: no, now we can go back to seeing who you fucked. Was it Steve Avery?
1: <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> Uh You know what I think a problem with crushes? What? I was just going to let that pregnant pause hang out there. Um <sighs> He needed he needed facial hair to frame his face. He was one of those guys.
2: Mm. Like
1: what, there's, what you... there's there's no definition to his face. No. Yeah, This guy sucks. That is a Colorado Rocky shirt that that guy is wearing. We got a closer look. What? Wow. What the fuck? Well, you know what? Just because they didn't start up until the next year, they had the logo, they had everything all set up. So they figured just... Sit yeah, but, wh- but why? why?
0: why is this happening? We've seen two shows where non-existent yet baseball clubs have their merchandise out already and fans are wearing it. And uh, why is a guy? Why is a guy in Kentucky wearing a fucking Colorado Rockies
1: shirt? Purple was in at that point. <laughs>
0: Clearly, the guy in the rings wearing fucking purple.
1: And don't forget the uh, the kid with the weird sunglasses over there is also wearing a purple shirt. Oh,
0: boy, is it? What's the opposite for? Uh, oh, I guess you could say he was the least valuable wrestler of the year, right?
1: Crush. Yeah. What? Wait. Oh, he's gonna be on Body Stars Dude, nineteen.
0: So- 1990- 1992
1: Crush is awful. Are you kidding me? What did Crush do he, in
0: '92? He did absolutely nothing in 1992.
1: I He could have been a contender. He, he he took out Repo Man at SummerSlam, oh. ending the Repo Man's hot streak.
0: Yeah, see that's that's see that's what I'm saying. He's terrible. Uh,
1: although I don't like the fact that they sacrificed the red hot Repo Man to put over Crush, given how th- given the, how we know things turned out
0: right. And if you want my opinion, I think that Repo Man should have won the Battle of Demolition.
1: <laughs> I think Edie should have been special referee. <laughs> Not Billy, a- not Billy, not Billy, Edie McClurg should have been special referee.
0: Oh, Mrs. Poole. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Mrs. Poole.
0: Fantastic Mrs. Poole.
1: Mrs. Poole in her mailbox. <laughs> By the way, I did, I did pitch getting that mailbox to, to my wife, who uh, w- once again clearly just no-sold the joke. But, you know, <laughs> whatever.
0: That that's a that's a special trait of your wife. No selling jokes.
1: What whatever happened there? That's
0: her that's her superpower <laughs> is no selling jokes.
1: All right, all right let's, let, no, no more of turning her heel on the podcast.
0: Oh my god, yeah, let's try to keep her a, a tweener.
1: So he puts uh, Brooklyn Brawler up in the uh, backbreaker position, but instead uh, just kind of drops him down.
0: It's that same move that like the Bella used. It's the same fucking move.
1: Is Crush the fa- real father of the Bella Twins?
0: Uh, well, I know who the stepfather of the Bella Twins is, but that's,
1: that's a story yeah. for another time. Your, your, your pal, Johnny Sevens. He's been downgraded hey. from aces. <laughs> hey, everybody! I like how he was brought back and then uh, summarily fired like because of this whole shit. <laughs> like you? Oh, how did you? How could you have fucking seen this coming when it only happened before? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like hiring Bill Clinton to look after your fucking intern crew. Oh! How, how, how did we? How did we know that this shit was was gonna happen again? Oh! He learned his lesson. Susan Collins said so. Oh, platform interview.
2: Oh.
1: Look, Oakland is oakland has uh, got his regular jacket on hopefully uh, nothing leaks out of it this time oh it's Sean and uh sherry and sherry's got the mirror which they rolled out last week for the first time yep and uh I wonder okay. if uh, if uh, Sean will have news for us
0: who's or, still calling oh
3: oh oh Jack. yeah look at that kid
1: yeah Sherry has changed into the black uh, pants.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect wondering if Oakland even has a reflection in the mirror.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a ball buster that is. He has earned the right to bust Oakland's balls. Because Oakland worked with his dad. So that yeah. means Kurt has known him for a long time. At least I, I I'm was- assuming Oakland worked with Larry the Axe Henning.
0: Well, yeah, he had to. They're all from Minnesota. Yeah, I I believe that I have a reflection over here, Sherry.
1: Dad, are you in the Minnesota Mafia? (laughs) There is no Mafia. What? There is no Mafia. Um, Why is the back of the mirror uh, got like a Japan flag on it? It's like a big red dot with all white around (laughs) it.
0: It's a broken heart. It's just Sherry's tit is covering up where it kind of dips in.
1: How did I miss that? Oh, when I was looking straight at him. You're looking right at
0: (laughs) him. Get a a good look, Costanza. You're having
2: Sherry carry around
5: a mirror so you can admire yourself. Sherry, don't you think that's a little vain?
1: I think what happened here, and there's an explanation for the mirror, and I, I don't want to spoil what Sherry or Sean's going to say, but
2: yeah,
1: Sean was watching five. Oh. Okay, because he, he likes to watch himself in that match where he oversells the clothesline against where he Yeah,
0: where he irritated Akeem.
1: Where he irritated Akeem. Yeah. And where he and Marty mistimed the drop kicks, so they, they flew past each other at the wrong time. Uh, and he was watching Duggan... Duggan bad news because you start. He wanted to learn a little bit about the brawling style, which he would yeah. have to pick up more of as he was going to get main events. And he saw that booger on the uh, on Duggan's nose when he yeah. sat down after that. And and Sean was like, "Never fucking again. That's not happening to me, no sir. I'm going to make my manager carry around a fucking mirror, and I'm going to look in it and make sure I don't got no boogers, schnuggers, or anything else hanging out." I don't want any dangling whatevers.
0: No more butchy.
1: (laughs) No more. (laughs) No more, Sherry. (laughs) Mirror,
6: mirror in my
4: hand. Who is the sexiest man in the land? Oh, I am looking at him. Did you I'm sorry, did you say vain? I thought I heard vain. Wait a minute. I think I alluded to vanity, yes. Did you say vain, Gene Ogrelin? Is it vain to want to look at what everybody in the World Wrestling Federation is talking about? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, come on now. I mean, really, who can blame them? Take a look at that. Is that not the hottest thing you have ever, ever laid eyes on?
5: Oh, it's on fire, all right.
4: You know, Mean Gene, Shawn Michaels is without a doubt the sexiest and hottest man in the World Wrestling Federation. But besides that, besides all of that, do you want to know what else I see? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. What in the world do you see in here? What I see right now is the next Intercontinental Champion. Me too.
5: Speaking of Brett the Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, you will have an opportunity to become the Intercontinental Champion here in the World Wrestling Federation. And I suggest that that would be the opportunity of a lifetime for you.
4: Why would a guy that looks like that worry one bit? about Brett the Hitman. (laughs) give me a break. You know something, I am really surprised, I gotta be honest with you, I gotta be honest, I'm surprised that they didn't beef up security here today. I mean, uh, the people could be tearing down the barricades at any minute.
5: After all, Shawn Michaels is still in the building, right? That's
4: right. After all, Shawn Michaels is in the building. But you know, before long, Shawn Michaels won't.
1: The reason why he's still there is he's not the current champ and has been asked to drop the title.
0: Yeah, no, I I would agree. I
1: would still Mm. agree with
4: that. I need this mirror to see his reflection, no siree. I'll be looking at my reflection in the shiny new Intercontinental Belt. (laughs) Uh, Oh! Hey, hey. Did you hear that, Gene? Yeah! You hear all those screams? And you hear those screams? I'm telling you what. This may not be safe. They could be tearing down the barricades in any minute. All these ladies here are going to be crashing the barricades just to get a chance. What if we can conduct the remainder of this interview? No, no. In the interest of my own personal safety, I think it's time that Shawn Michaels leave the building. But... 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 Before I go... I just want to say one thing. Here's looking at you, kid.
3: He's the most constituted individual.
4: Um,
1: okay. Uh, the back of his jacket is lifting lyrics from Right Said Fred.
0: Right Fred.
1: I'm too sexy for this yeah. crowd. I mean, come on.
0: I was always much more of a fan of that movie. Uh, what was it, Drop Dead Fred? Yes. I was always a bigger fan of that. That would have been that would have been a much more in, interesting thing for Shawn Michaels to reference instead of Right said Fred. <laughs>
1: he needed to reference Encino Man or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Ninety
1: nine cent uh, super value menu. I'm afraid that might be a thing of the past now. Yeah, probably has been for quite some time.
0: What I find funny is whenever I drive to McDonald's and I look and I and I and I look at their number. Well, I don't know what menu it is. It's the it's the two cheeseburger meal. Yeah, I remember that that used to be a dollar ninety nine when I worked at McDonald's. And now it's like eight ninety nine. And I just laugh. It's two fucking cheeseburgers.
1: Yeah,
5: true. Good afternoon, Baltimore. Welcome to the Corny Collins Show. When cool was king and the beehive was queen. I happen to be the height of
4: teen fashion. Could you turn that racket down? Oh, Mother, you're still
5: 50s. Divine, Sonny Bono, Debbie Harry, Ricky Lake, and Pia Zadora star. Like,
4: hi, cats.
5: In Hairspray. This is amazing. Monday at 8 on Fox
0: 25. Wow! They would actually show that on Fox 25? That's a... Uh, oh, what's his name?
1: Well, usually movies would have to be out for like two years before they'd make it to network TV.
0: Yeah, but that's funny because that's a uh, a John Waters movie. And John yeah. Waters was kind of... You wouldn't really see John Waters shit on television. But I guess that's rated PG, so well, it's okay. But it's funny. Uh, Divine, Divine, who was known as a... Very uh, disgusting drag queen back. In yeah, the day. At,
1: at that time, the. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I I don't know. I I think that John Waters is kind of viewed as his own thing. And also Fox as a network, they were yeah. they, they were they were willing to take a few chances here this and there true. because this they were true. they had only been around for about five years. Somebody who's been around for less time. In fact, this is only the second appearance or vignette oh. of, of Razor Ramon. Oh. And we're on the streets of Miami again. Oh. I just want you to be on the lookout for that little microphone on the lapel that I was annoyed by last week.
0: <laughs> hey, oyeme. you may.
1: Did we ever switch to the boom mic? <laughs> Improper parallel parking going in front ways. When should you go in front first? Never. <laughs> well, if there are 10 spaces there. All right, George. It, it, it would have been funny if there was only one space and Razor had trouble with the car like he was Meadow in the last Sopranos. <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, I can't get back. <laughs> And they're
0: playing like a they're playing like a Latino version of Don't Stop (laughs) believing.
4: Say hello to Reza Ramon. Check my ride, man. He's a Cadillac, man. Custom made for Reza. You know, chico, 90 miles away, they're living like pigs. They're living in squalor, man. Jesus Christ. They're eating garbage. People telling them what to do. Nobody telling Reza Ramon what to do, man. Nobody. I'm coming to the WWF. Nobody going to stop me. Nobody going to tell
6: Razor Ramon what to do. El Jefe, Razor Ramon.
1: I can say that about... Four or five years after this, an identically shot vignette like that would be a babyface promo. Sure. Yeah.
0: Oh, there is
1: Dwayne Gill,
0: the Gill Man,
1: beefed up uh, Howard, beefed up Howard Finkel. <laughs>
0: what I what I want to know is,
1: and we oh, get uh, it's it's uh, Undertaker, uh, Undertaker versus I, I, for Gill. A second
0: yeah. for a second I thought it was T- Chico again. <laughs>
1: They're not—they're not, really, they're not, they're not going to waste Dwayne Gill on T on ninety two Tito. Come on.
0: I guess I guess not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I wonder if um. So Scott Hall is. I don't think Scott Hall is anything Latino, right? Isn't he just like an Irish guy? <laughs>
1: well, he's definitely not Cuban, if that if that's what you're saying. Yeah.
0: But I loved how everything before Razor Ramon, he was just like a tough you Know a tough, badass guy, and then he became Razor Ramon. And forever after that, he was like a Cuban American. <laughs> like, when, you can't tell me that Scott Hall in the NWO is not just Razor Ramon.
1: <laughs> well, he was he was uh he was born in Maryland, but apparently, like, his dad was in the military, so he grew up like all over, yeah. But um, like, it's he went to high school in Germany which, you know, is a common place where military oh. would be stationed. So, yeah, I don't think his, the only thing would be, well, did his dad ever serve at Guantanamo Bay? And the answer is, if if he had, I'm pretty sure that that would have come out. The whole thing is Scarface, and it's, yes. and it's brilliantly done because we, meaning wrestling fans, Do not really give a shit if you're ripping off a movie character if you're doing it well. Mm -hmm. And Razor Ramon took Tony Montana, sanitized it a bit because there's no mound of cocaine. Probably because uh, Vince snorted it all. I can snort it all and never get hooked. There
0: there was no mound of cocaine on television.
1: Yes. (laughs) There's no more cocaine, you can tell, because Piper's not there anymore. The Coke, scale, the Coke scale has been moved out of the building. They don't yes. make an announcement for that like they do with Shawn Michaels, All right? So yes. yeah. So what I'm saying is that it, it, let, let's think of movie characters. You know, just as an exercise, don't think of them off the top of your head right now. But take a character from a movie in uh, 2009 and make it a character now. Mm. Something like that. I'm thinking. Um George Clooney's character from uh the movie Up in the Air probably oh, not one that would work as a wrestling gimmick. So let's rule no. that one out immediately.
0: Um well I know another I know another great character from a movie that worked really well in
1: wrestling. What's that? Uh Zeus. The uh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that guy drew money on a per capita bait like per match. That guy fucking drew I don't care what you I don't care what anybody says. In this in this house Tiny Lister is a hero. End of story. End of story. <laughs>
0: All right, let me see. Uh okay. Um hmm. Jeez, I'm looking at 2009.
1: Uh, uh Sherlock what? Holmes maybe? Did I Oh god, I can't even imagine. It would be just a bunch of shitty comedy segments with, like Ooh, uh, I'm the detective. Like, it's got to be. Well, I don't know. going to do sh-
0: what I did Benji- like, I- what, Wait, hold on. What about Benjamin Button? Could we get a guy who starts off really old and then gets younger as the years go on? <laughs> hmm. That might work.
1: I'm pretty sure that there's somebody in wrestling who, when they broke in, looked old and then stayed the same. How about Arn Anderson? Hey, yeah. when I first watched Crockett in 85, you were you were old then. Now I'm old, and you're still old. <laughs> Ooh, how about
0: uh, somebody as Julia Child, like a female Julia Child look-alike? That would work.
1: No, because then we're going to fucking have cooking segments, and you know Vince is going to fuck that up.
0: Uh, okay, yeah. what about an older guy doing like a Jeff Bridges Crazy Heart? So he's like an older country singer.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead
0: a t- 2009's a tough year.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and cut you off at this point. But just just just, just pond you. just oh, ponder that. You. Because we got a very you. important part of the show coming up now. It <sighs> might even be the reason why they uh, moved the promotional consideration earlier. Oh, okay. In part because the promotional consideration people like those they don't want to be. In, they don't want to have their product associated with the WBF championships.
3: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah.
3: In a body bag. But right now, let's take you to an occasion. Let's take you back to last weekend's WBF championship for some highlights.
1: <laughs> let's take you to an occasion. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is
0: just awful.
1: Um. <laughs>
0: In my opinion.
1: Uh, how much of this have you seen?
0: Of the WBF championship? Yeah. Zero.
1: No, incorrect. I'm pretty sure that that's what Luigi had on the TV when they were all mourning. Uh, <laughs> when they, okay. 1%? When, when, when they were mourning Vito in the living room.
0: Turn that 1%, off. 1%? <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. WBF championships. You gotta want it. <laughs> I really hope Vince does voiceovers for this because if this is just fucking three minutes of dudes posing, I I'm just gonna play the drop over and over again. <laughs> because I'm gonna need something. You know even what?
0: No, just keep, let's get through it.
5: World Bodybuilding Federation Championship kicked off with a bang, as 12 Rip and Venus WBF superstars muscle it out for the coveted WBF title. Clean that off. The
3: World Bodybuilding Federation Championship!
5: Clean that off. Lex Luger recuperating in a hospital, watched on pay-per-view, and saw
1: what has got to be the most spectacular bodybuilding events in history. What the fuck? One guy is shooting at another guy with, uh, like, a machine gun. What the hell
0: are we watching?
1: I mean, uh, the optics are not good. It's a white guy shooting at a black guy, I think. I mean,
0: what the hell are we watching? Turn that <laughs> off. This is just this is this is beyond. Is there a way you could put this on your uh, uh, your your YouTube page so that people can see this? Can you cut
1: this? No, I'm pretty sure that somebody else already has posted this. I I I, I, I would have to imagine. I mean. I, I, you, you know, the only thing that would be funnier than this being on YouTube is if it was blocked by YouTube because the WWF pulled copyright on the <laughs> WBF championship. That oh. would be fucking funny <laughs> like, on, on all sorts of levels. So, yes, the 1992 WBF championship is, in fact, on YouTube in its entirety. <laughs> oh, my God. This is- Hour and 56 minutes. Two Hour- hours hour and fifty, alright, hour and fifty-seven if we're rounding up. Two hours. Two hours! I Two hope,
2: hours!
1: I hope Gene Oakland got a fucking healthy check for having to moderate that, that, what are they called, host? I, I don't know, I... Oh, God. Turn
2: that
4: off.
1: <laughs> Look, Keith, that guy's a smoke show because they got the smoke machine
5: out. A giant killer! What the fuck? Turn
1: that what off. The,
2: what the fuck is this? Did it you see that guy?
1: The,
0: dancing?
5: Guy, the,
1: guy, the guy was moonwalk! Turn that off. <laughs> this
0: is the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life.
2: Uh,
1: the guy with the guy here with the long hair. I don't Oh, God. I don't get bodybuilding. I mean, I get bodybuilding as a concept, but like for. I I
0: don't even get it as a concept. I I don't understand.
1: Personal fulfillment. Yes, I I can see this. But competitions. I mean, I guess you could say, well, what about like Miss America? It's isn't it the same thing? It's like, well, no, it's different. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Keep moving. (laughs)
2: The
0: the only, the only thing, the only thing that bodybuilding has ever given this world is Schwarzenegger. And that's it.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'm sure that there's something else, but uh, we'll research, we'll research that when we uh, get uh, to our 2009 uh, movie roles.
5: got a good look at the future and a whole
0: lot more. Then, after the top five finalists turned the pose down into a showdown, only one Turn that off. remained. Turn that off. What the fuck are we watching? <laughs> like, and why are people cr- screaming? Who the fuck is there screaming watching this?
1: That's artificial noise. Um... This is in Atlantic City, so I would imagine that these are hostages of yeah. some kind.
0: <laughs> I know one person that's probably there in the front fucking row is probably fucking Trump,
1: and Vito Spatafore. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful.
1: Vito Vito and his brother Luigi are uh, are at the show, having a good time, taking it talk, all in. Did you talk to did you
0: talk to the police? Police? Come on!
1: I, I, know how to, I know how to keep my mouth shut. Actually,
0: unless there's a hoagie around,
1: I'm, I'm no. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I had somebody uh, ask me, uh, "What do you think the the Orioles uh, will do with the first pick?" And I was like, "I don't know," but after my Colton Cowser rant last year, and now he's like a top thirty prospect at all of baseball. It is looking like he's gonna be a productive big leaguer someday. Let's yeah. just say. I've learned to keep my mouth shut. And then I followed it up with the gif of, oh, unless, of course, there's a slimy sandwich around.
0: <laughs> Promotion of the 1992 WBF Championship on WBF Body Stars subsequently and repeatedly emphasized the drug-free nature of the event. This was despite the fact that many of the participants would fail drug tests in the weeks leading up to the event, resulting in fines and 6 weeks suspensions that reduce morale. In their book, Sex, Lies, and Heads- Headlocks, mm-hmm. uh, the two writers wrote that the between the Body Stars' monthly tapings, the competitors stayed home, taking copious amounts of drugs to stay in shape while Vince was running around telling America his company was drug-free.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of issues here, yeah. For, for one. Starting oh. with the fact that it's, you know, <laughs> an extremely niche audience that... He's going after within the context of a wrestling audience.
2: It says, the, the,
0: the WBF championship, uh, Luga was injured in a motorcycle accident, resulting in being interviewed from the hospital. The event would see Gary Stridum win his second consecutive WBF championship. Most of the competitors were relatively out of shape due to their drug-free regiment a fact which was frequently acknowledged by McMahon in his commentary. <laughs>
2: Mm. The Wrestling
0: Observer Newsletter noted that while the idea of promoting the show where the majority of participants had recently failed a steroid test as drug free on the surface was both ludicrous and fraudulent, the funny thing is when the showtime came, it appeared that in the preparatory period for the show among the crew, there was less steroid use than in any contest on that level in recent years. Mm. Oh my god, this is fucking awful. Crap on here Stryham retained his championship and skyrocketed to the
5: 1992 World Bodybuilding Federation title. Turn that off.
1: It's over.
4: Turn that off. <laughs> yeah, well, the
1: 1992 WBF championship was a thing that occurred. Right.
0: WrestleCrap commented that the show was two of the silliest hours in the history of live sports and that watching a WBF event was like watching a WWF event if a WWF event consisted only of the wrestlers' entrances and the participations got paid substantially more per year.
1: Hmm. So basically like a Raw in 99. Yeah. (laughs) No wrestling content, just a bunch of actual bullshit. A lot of, a lot of, uh, I forgot about the great bubblegum wars of '92 between Bubblicious and Bubble Yum.
0: Well, I, am I, well, well, I'm, I'm just still, once again, Vince McMahon is just a weird fucking guy. He's a weird guy. Yes. He's just a weird fucking guy. Yes. I
3: have just been informed that Shawn Michaels has left the building.
1: <laughs> they brought Finkel in on this, yeah.
0: Do you think that when Do you think that when they were doing these TV tapings, do you think they would do that for Shawn Michaels' first match, <laughs> and then have him come out later in the night?
1: <laughs> uh, n- no. I I think that they would just record that once and uh, be like, yeah. But usually Shawn's, well, it would be a maximum of two times on the taping, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah, but. Uh, Looky here. We got a, we got an enhancement guy named Butler Stevens, which is funny because, and I've probably pointed this out before, uh, Brad Stevens, the former Celtics coach, was the former coach of Butler. So it's ah! like a portmanteau of his whatever. For a guy know.
0: who probably wasn't even born yet
1: at this point. <laughs> Brad Stevens was definitely born in 1992, I can assure are you,
0: you. Are you sure about that?
1: Yeah, I don't think he led Butler to the final four at the age of 18. Uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. (laughs) Stop trying to distract me from this very rare Money, Inc. appearance on 1992 (laughs) WWF television. (laughs) Oh, boy. Fucking DiBiase in the All Blacks, at least. What kind of likeness is that? (laughs) He does look good, at, at least. He doesn't look like a complete clown show. Like he had at now other
0: points. And now I surrender the world tag team championship to Ted DiBiase.
1: And DiBiase finally got the tag team title three, four years after Andre said he was going to get it. Yep. <laughs> I think Andre said it and he foretold it, and Vince realized, "Oh shit, I'm going to piss off, I'm going to piss off Andre if I don't give DiBiase the tag title at some point. Basically, gonna, you're not going to make Andre look like an idiot." Uh, all right, so IRS, this is June. Tax season is over. It's probably going to be something about, uh, I don't know, pay your fair share. Who knows?
4: And you what is tax it? cheats paid
3: up and help pull this country out of the recession. Got a point
1: there. Technically, the country wasn't in recession at that point, but that's okay. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't think Rotunda had been busy, had been busy looking at the economic numbers, and was too busy focusing on being a shitty parent.
0: I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't a wouldn't a stadium or a uh, not a stadium, but a uh, whatever you call this kind of a place, uh, an arena filled yeah. with people who paid to go, wouldn't that be helping the economy?
1: That's true. But uh, I, I, I do have some uh, breaking news for you, Keithy. Oh, no. what? It's all a work. Um. <laughs> He's a heel, goddammit. Oh. <laughs> so really, is IRS the greatest heel of all time? No. <laughs> well, all right. Good night, everybody.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, oh,
0: boy. I, I don't even know if IRS is the greatest heel uh, IRS agent of all time.
1: Who would that be? The, uh, the no, I'm pretty,
2: uh,
0: no, that pretty much goes to Zach Galifianakis in that role, uh, Dinner with, with Schmucks, because he plays an IRS agent and he's kind of a heel in that.
1: I thought you were going to say the late great Phil Baker Hall <laughs> from, from ah! the mo- from the movie Say Anything, because. You you try to you try to make um, uh, Ione Sky's dad, uh, Fraser's dad, a little bit more sympathetic, but really he's not a sympathetic figure because he's he's stealing from the elderly. Right. Even if he claims to make their lives better. Right. You know what makes our lives better? What? IRS promos. No. He will say taxes. <laughs> I guarantee it.
3: So it's Father's Day Well we are a few fathers Most of them dead presidents There's a few that we don't like George Washington (laughs) Andrew Jackson Abraham Lincoln No, but when you get around to Mr. Grant And Mr. Ben Franklin Who knew it all too well That there's only
4: two things for sure Death and taxes
1: (laughs) He got it in just under the wire also, see, I don't think he was insinuating that Ben Franklin is a president, but it almost sounded that way. I mean, we
0: know that, like, you know that, like, 75% of this country thinks that Ben Franklin was a president, right?
1: Well, 75% of this country is uh, fairly stupid in that case, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, hold on a minute. These are actual statistical facts. I know this. Seventy-five percent of the country thinks that Ben Franklin was a president. Eighty-five um, percent of the country thinks that Abraham Lincoln was the fifth president, Andrew Jackson was the twentieth president, and Ben Franklin was the hundredth president.
1: I, I I don't think that that's the case, Jess.
0: Mm, <laughs> you'd be surprised.
1: The hundredth president? <laughs> really?
4: Well, he's on the hundred-dollar bill.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, is that why people think that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, that escaped well,
0: me. The guy on the one dollar bill was the first president.
1: Yeah. let
0: more
1: on that. Alright, so we get our uh, promo from B- Papa Shango, Berserker, and Fuji.
0: Alright. Give me an oh. over under.
1: Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna count we gotta count the husses again?
0: Yeah. And he already looks like he's doing one. So
1: all right, well, let, let, me, let me let me back it up, one. Yeah, all right. I'm assuming they're going to get 30 seconds. He can't husk when he's talking. I'm going to say 10 and a half.
0: Mm. Oh, boy. Holy shit. That's a high number.
1: <laughs> it um, is. Wow. Well, it's an oh easy word to say.
0: This is, huh?
1: It's an easy word to say, husk, hus, yeah, hus.
0: Oh, my God, this is almost worse than if you said, like, seven. Um, Only because Papa Shango has to talk, I'm going to say under.
1: Okay. What did I say, ten and a half? Yeah. Now, I'd like to reiterate the reason why he says Huss has to do with Bruiser Brody, but apparently there's a second reason why, and he's a big fan of the actor Toby Huss, (laughs) <laughs> who, who you might you might know from the show uh, "Halt and Catch Fire," but also was uh, the guy who was the Wiz, the nobody beats the Wiz guy on Seinfeld. I'm the Wiz. I'm the Wiz. All right, I I got to get my abacus out. <laughs> or on that matchup.
4: Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, you're looking at the two biggest men in the World Wrestling Federation, controlled by the sickest man in the World Wrestling Federation. Now what kind of chance do you think you two got when us two get our hands on your cold, stinking flesh and warrior? The muscles and the screaming ain't gonna get it done. Hush! Ultimate Wonder, Hush! the curse Hush! has been put on you. Hush! You have stepped into my Hush! black circle,
6: oh, and that Hush! circle is closing Hush! on you. Hush!
1: Ah! Hush! Ah! Hush! Hush! Ah! Hush! Fuck! There
0: was I, eleven. Eleven. I, <laughs> I counted twelve. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Wow. But
0: eleven. Eleven. He got one right under the wire. Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
1: I'd have to do like a video review. It's like, did he get it before the little wipe effect went across? <laughs> and also, was that the same promo as last week? No. Sh- no. Sh- sh- yeah. Okay. All right. So let's let's see it. I guess eighty-four events back in the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If we're if we're recording updated house show promos, Taker and Warrior and Paul Bearer. Hopefully, we get something different
4: to
6: papa shango and the curses and food do you possess to eject fluids from one's body such
4: as this no rejection only comprehension and understanding of where such things should come from
6: if against you and Berserker, then he shall close the lid. Swords sorcery, they attack thy body, but the immortal soul will put an end to this trivial attempt at death. It's set for a massive
5: two-on-two matchup Monday night, July twentieth. Also, awesome.
1: all right. Oh, there's the shirt I should get for you right there.
5: the Western Central, the Big Boss Man will face Nails.
1: It's the Boss Man Hat Era versus Nails.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Boss Man Hat Era.
1: Hat Hat Era Boss Man. We already we already went through this months ago, saying when he put on the hat that was that marked the decline. <laughs> like. I, it's like Andre with the blue singlet. It's irreversible.
0: Yep. Up in the club.
1: I like how they have to use a smaller font for the uh, Ultimate Warrior and Undertaker versus Berserker and Papa Shango because it's too many letters. <laughs> yeah. Also, why are Brett and Savage? Why are they so small there? It's like they photographed them from the Hubble Space Telescope. the <laughs>
5: Grim Compression, buddy,
1: ah! you'll die laughing on a little color. <laughs> then,
5: look, looters, where? Where? What's more eye opening than cable TV?
4: Hi, welcome to my show. I'm Kelly. Finding
5: ah! out your daughter's on it.
4: Today's topic cute butts and the men they're attached to.
5: Kelly's on cable.
2: I'm on TV and
5: you're
1: not. Sunday beginning at 8 on. I remember that episode very well. Yeah. Yeah. But as somebody who watched Married with Children while doing homework through like the latter half of middle school and early high school, yeah, I should. The, this commercial is definitely a product of the early '90s here.
0: Oh sure, well since they just showed Jordan,
1: it all they 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 have like the lips of a turtle pretending like it's moving. It's it's for cable.
0: Wait a minute, was that? Is that go back? Is that um? Is that Edward Norton doing the commercial?
1: No, it's not Ed Norton. Come on.
0: Can you go back and look?
1: That is not Ed Norton. Oh, my God. It might be Ed Norton.
2: That's Ed
0: fucking (laughs) Norton. That is Ed Norton. I'm going to Google it right now.
1: I wonder what happened to cause him to, to go so rogue where he curb stomped that guy. Oh, that wasn't a documentary?
6: Oh, um. <laughs> the
1: yeah, I don't. I, I. Um, I don't know. It does. Not, it does not look like it was him. I. I. But I could be wrong. I'll be wrong. Who knows. Right here
4: on WWF Superstars, Captain Ajahnis will be the undefeated Native American, Pataka. Joining us as well, the Ugandan giant, the mighty Kamala, along with the British Bulldogs. In action will be Nails. In the Square circle as well will be Virgil. And also next week we'll take you back down to Miami Beach, Florida for more of Razor Ramon.
1: Tonight, and officers last night of in Oh well, I, I was hoping we were going to get more of that cops promo. Mm.
3: <laughs> that would have been
0: fun.
1: Yeah. Um. Boy, I got to say that WBF thing might have killed the show. There. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have the any. Show?
1: I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't have any energy after that. <laughs>
0: I. I'm. I'm. My fucking brain is just burned. It's burned. Yeah. Well. Ugh.
1: That, that that can happen it can happen I'm sometimes sorry. sorry jimmy i'm sorry so, i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so we're, we're going to watch superstars next week you know why because we got to meet rocco <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah rocco the whole reason why i downloaded that drop fucking nauseating <laughs> no. i we're, we're we're taking the greatest tag team of the '80s in terms of like popularity and badassery, and we're putting them with a puppet. That's yep. what's going to draw in uh, viewers in '92. Yep. That and uh, weird ass fucking colors. We got down, we got up, we got funky, and we <laughs> got bad. Hmm. <laughs> I love how you're like unconscious now. I, I'm like,
0: sorry. It's just uh, I.
1: If you had just, any hair, somebody could shave your head right now. <laughs>
0: Seriously, <laughs> I, I, you know what it is? I just don't understand. I don't understand the obsession with, with bodybuilding with Vince. I don't understand his. Obs- it. Is, I mean, talk about wrestling being homoerotic enough that at least we can justify because it's entertaining to watch, and you know, occasionally they do some very hetero stuff in there, but. And not that there is anything wrong with watching something homoerotic, but I mean, was there any doubt in anyone's mind that the WBF was not just a way for, you know, poor closeted men back in the 90s to just enjoy getting their rocks off watching it?
1: No, there are actual fans of bodybuilding, but the thing is that a lot of a lot of the people who are fans of bodybuilding probably didn't care for how this got created in the first place. Yeah. So and, how, like, stuff like that can, can bring down, I don't want to say bring down an entire sport, but, like, it, the WBF, when you look at it, was just split off from, like, the existing bodybuilding organization. Yeah. So now, now you got two of them, and they're competing with each other, and they, they're basically trying to hurt the other one. Right. It's like, the example is, around this time, it was a little bit after. Indy car which is basically like the race cars at, like the Indy 500 like the like the lower ones. Yeah. And they they split into CART and uh, the Indy Racing League. Yeah. And uh, they basically killed each other. They they killed the sport. Nobody uh, gives a fuck about the Indianapolis 500 now. No. I mean, but like 35, 40 years ago, people actually that was one of those sporting events like the Kentucky Derby. That people cared about. Sure. Except, you know, people still care about car racing. They just shifted over to like, all right, well, these fuckers are just going to fight with each other. Fine. Uh, We'll we'll watch NASCAR. We'll watch NASCAR, yeah. Which I never cared for NASCAR quite as much as IndyCar because IndyCar looks like race cars to me. The other ones just look like they're driving a bunch of fucking uh, Honda Civics around. (laughs) I mean, come on. You try to tell me that those are fucking race cars? Like, ooh, a 1986 Chevy Monte Carlo. Great. Fucking looks like a Honda Civic now. Wonderful. The other ones, they look like race cars. With, like, the, the big four wheels and it's super low to the ground. Sorry, Jimmy. That's the way I feel.
0: I didn't care for Job. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, anyway, that 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 is it for, for this Wow. Dropped headset,
0: sorry. <laughs> I dropped my headset, I'm sorry.
1: God damn it, pal! Well, no, I think that you're just like Vince in your house four, and you threw down your headset, fucking thing sucks! <laughs> we need to re-record the whole goddamn thing! We gotta do Diesel and Bulldog over again! <laughs> well, fuck that, we're never doing that shit again! Yeah. In your house well, for Great White North. Which, if we continued our 99, our 95 project, we would have gotten to eventually.
0: Great Great White North. Yeah. <laughs> I know and that's what it's called. It's just a really funny line.
1: Well, the fact that it was in October, too, is funny. Because, yeah, you know that Winnipeg was under two feet of snow at that time. Sure. I would, I would imagine.
0: I'm, in, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. So. At, well, thank you, Pete.
1: It, it, and, th- and thank you for joining me on, on this. And uh I, I really appreciate it. And please, if you've enjoyed this little thing of ours, something that we'll never admit to the existence to never ever. We'll stand trial like a man. Did twenty fucking years. You don't good. ever admit the existence of this thing. Exactly.
0: <laughs> the twenty uh, fucking
1: years to protect our like rights like <laughs> Rusty Milio. Milio. I like how that drop has become like emblematic of never admit the existence of this thing meaning one thing, but it's really about how how my failure to market my own podcast is kind of uh... <laughs> <We> <laughs> like have... I don't I don't have a Facebook group I don't have I haven't even fucking created a new logo since like the first one I haven't no. changed the name on the like seriously like. That, that That is, I my failure to admit the existence of this thing is second to only Phil Oliotato. <laughs> I salute you, Uncle Philly. Uncle
0: Philly, my ass! Uncle Philly, my ass, get off my
1: stoop. <laughs> I want yeah. to take out the top three at uh, GFA Live Enterprises. Who's the third one? Don't worry
2: about
1: <laughs> it. counts as two. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna get you at the train and hobby store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that Bakalog got killed as like uh, noises were being made, not dissimilar from tugboats' theme.
0: Oh, oh, maybe old oh. has got something to do
1: with it. <laughs> it's probably why it was so jarring for you in the moment. <laughs> all you thought about was tugboat turning on the bushwhackers. It
0: brought it all back, yes. all back.
1: But if if you've enjoyed all the, all this, the preeminent Sopranos 1992 WWF podcast in the world, please leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever fine podcast reviews are accepted, because it provides what's known as social proof that you're listening to and enjoying this podcast. I'm on Twitter at Pod. Geez, you think it would be at GFA live, but you know whatever. And keep these on Twitter at flounder824. You can email. Greetings from Allotown at gmail.com because I never admit to the existence of this thing. <laughs> so join us next time for the excited issue. G. F. A. Live.
5: I can break up my body.